Hello. Hello there. How are you? Welcome back to our podcast. Very exciting. I'm a Scorpio. I'm a Leo. And this week we have another, I'd say, cultural masterpiece coming your way. It's very important for us in a time, you know, of general uncertainty in the world to remind everyone of important moments in humanity's culture. And this is what we're doing again. I know. I mean, obviously last week was Real Housewives. Um, This week is a bit more accessible, I'd say, to everyone. Yeah, I think this, we started off very niche last week. We're going to pan out a bit more this week. Something that obviously everyone can engage with, which is songs that made us the women we are today. Not that you could guess that that was this, like, not that you could guess that that was the subject of this week due to what it will be called, but all will be revealed. Oh, the title. That brings the us title. right back to the beginning. <laughs> so, the title stems from a song which I still do think I've heard, um, except for your rendition of it. Um, but I don't even know who sings it. Do you? What's the actual? I think it's Banana Rama. I don't. Oh, no. I don't know how I know it, but when when we first lived together. That song was stuck in my head, and it was quite early in the friendship to be making this kind of impression. But I couldn't stop singing <laughs> Robert De Niro's "Waiting," but only that part. I thought that. that I mean, if I was going to put that line in the song, I would make it the title. I think it is. Is it the title? I don't even know Robert what the heroes waiting. Talking Italian. I, that literally triggers such early memories for me. That um. When we were on the bus to Granada, and and I kept singing, um, "I get knocked down and I get up again," but it wasn't even that part of the song, it's and just... I couldn't figure out the rest of the song. It was just the part in he drinks the drink, he drinks the vodka drink. Yeah, that part. And I, I remember again. This was only about a week after I'd met you, and it really was a bit too early to be behaving like this. Yeah, but like uh... max ten days we had met. And do you know what? When I get back. I didn't even judge you for it. I was just sitting there and I was like, oh, I love this song. You were, you were like, what is this song? I know it so well. And um, thank goodness it was you, not someone else. I mean, we were... Um, stories as to what has happened on public buses in Spain are to come. That is definitely not the worst thing no. that has happened. On a public bus in Spain. On a public bus in Spain. Um, that's to come. But we were singing that. It was so early too. It must have been like seven in the morning, I think. Yeah, and Spanish people aren't very talkative on public buses, so <laughs> almost all the time we would be on these buses, like no one else really could speak English, so it was fine. But it also probably wasn't fine. The, <laughs> the volume. Two very important songs in our early experience. Yeah, and I think the other one which springs to mind is a really an early important song was Hot Girl Bummer. Oh, yes. Hot Girl Bummer. <laughs> At song? least that's like a decent song. I, I know, yeah. It's a bit of an outlier with the other two. Yeah, I know. It's it's something I listen to. I always forget about it and then it'll like pop up and then I get really into it. Oh, I forget about it again. Um, it's just not quite the same. Yeah, it's not the same, you know, when you're not prepared to go to a very strange Spanish bar instead you're preparing to spend another night in your yeah. bedroom yeah. it's not exactly. quite the same it's not, it doesn't hit 
quite as hard, but it will hit again. I think another song that really represents as well our time in Spain together is definitely Saturday Night by Woodfield. Oh, yeah. Learning the dance, performing the dance. Yeah. That's like my party track. Everyone comes up and hears where I'm from and like, I love Dairy Girls. I'm like, one, I don't care. <laughs> Two. Two, do you want to learn the dance? <laughs> do you want to know a very important piece of my culture, I'd say? Yeah, Rock the Boat as well. That was another one. Because remember when we played <laughs> Rock the Boat a bit too hard and the woman downstairs threatened to call the police oh that's another these are all tales to come yeah these are sneak dedicated their own episodes yeah sneak peek of tales (laughs) from spain to come in the future yes and obviously one direction's entire discography is very close to our time in spain and also upon reflection obviously like you obviously you'd heard them before but when you were able to share your thoughts on them, a lot of them made me realise they are songs I turn my feminism, my human decency all for. Absolutely. I think, sort of, you know, when they were coming out, 2012 or whatever, that was a very different world. Mm-hmm. And yeah, 2020, when we were listening to them, they would say things and I would just be like, oh, okay, Liam, <laughs> if, if that's what you think. The entire lyrics to little things. Oh god, the worst song in the world. They're not really. Should I listen to that? I think probably one of the most like subtle, subtle misogyny. I think we're looking at like, come on, come on. Oh, that's come on, come on, so good. <laughs> little black dress. I really enjoy. Yeah. Who are you so, wearing it for? I don't know, Liam, you tell me. Well, if I don't wear it, it's public nudity, so... Exactly. Basically, I have to. Um, I, yeah, a little black dress. Just in terms of, like, general lyrics that probably shouldn't have been done. Um, the famous line from Don't Forget Where You Belong. Oh, God. If you ever feel alone... Don't. Don't. Um, thanks for that, guys. Um, really helped me out... I really, uh, I really like the one which is like you're so pretty when you cry when you cry ah uh, yes I'm not I'm like Kim Kardashian when I cry I know it's not like but... Lisa Rinna single tear it's a little <laughs> bit more dramatic there is definitely not um, any sort of attractiveness I've obviously been pushed to breaking point so my personality is not that attractive either at that stage but I like the it's a, it's a nice sentiment yeah they, I guess what are some of their other really questionable lyrics um I mean a lot of them just don't really make yeah there's make sense. the one which is like what is it her her voice is as, her life is as loud as yes. the ambulance what I can't remember it off the top uh, her life is as loud as any ambulances as it takes to save a savior oh, poetic um the, that from the creator of You're the Foolish One that I anointed with my heart. <laughs> or, oh my god, so hole in the middle of my heart like a polo. Oh, uh, yeah, oh, we're forgetting about um, I can make the tears fall down like the showers that are British. <laughs> I can't! It's so stupid. When like, they say that there's no good British rappers, that is. 
Have we considered you that to the national anthem? I'm just saying. I'm just saying. It's patriotic. There, yeah, I feel like One Direction, you have to sort of not, not turn off human decency so much as take it with a pinch of salt. Exactly. You, ha- you have to let it roll over you, you know? You can't, yeah. you can't be too focused on the meaning, mainly because no. a lot of it is gibberish. Mm-hmm. Not well, as much as an Oasis song, but up there. <laughs> not, not quite as bad as Dance Monkey, which someone chose to perform on karaoke in Spain that time. I think not quite there. Spanish music taste as well was, I think, in terms of songs that made us Spanish music taste really shocked me because the main thing that really shocked me about Spain was how popular Zombie by the Cranberries mm. was. Yeah, we did giving... spinning class to that. Yeah, we did a spinning class to that, particularly given that, I mean, I'm pretty sure it's about the Troubles. I would yeah. bet my life on it. I it's know. up there with Sunday Bloody Sunday as a sort yep. of anthem of the Troubles. And I don't think when they were writing it, a spinning class in Spain was what no. they envisioned. Well, certainly not a remix of it anyway. I don't <laughs> think remix. it was intended to be like the Cranberries beat Pitbull, <laughs> David Guetta remix. I'm not sure that was the intention it's beautiful though do you remember when we were on my birthday and they played Lewis Capaldi and Pitbull that was a very strange strange remix they loved they loved a good remix they loved a good remix but that was there's certain things you don't need to hear like there's certain songs you know that TikTok that's like what song could wake you out of a coma like there's certain songs that could wake me out of a coma to turn them off yeah, there's certain songs that you actually couldn't pay me enough money in the world to listen to. Yeah. I think Little Things by One Direction is probably number one on that list. Yeah. Like, if we're talking about songs that I turned my feminism off for, that was, like, the song that awoke my feminism. <laughs> I remember li- listening to it at the, you know, the innocent young age of 13, 14 or whatever, Nick Grimshaw spinning that on the radio and me <laughs> thinking, okay... This is too far. I feel like it had the opposite effect of me. I feel like it. Um, they're always singing about like these really like attractive girls, and then they're finally singing about someone who can fit into their jeans. I was like, they're singing about me. I like, th- I think I just felt insulted because I was like, I know it's you a bit have close to home at some point. Yeah, it's a bit close to home, and I know you have supermodel girlfriends. I don't need yeah. you to patronize me. Yeah, exactly. I'm not. I'm not convinced that Harry Styles is. Uh, dating anyone that can't fit into their jeans shall we say yeah well you you still have to squeeze into your jeans but you're beautiful to be it also touched on a lot of things that i didn't even know were supposed to be insecurities like i've never thought about dimples on spines till that yeah yeah exactly so they may as well have just been like "Mm, i mean if i was drunk enough and i close my eyes maybe you would dare like i'd look at you across the bar and i'm like this is all i need to hear i know they basically were like you are really ugly but that's okay (laughs) (laughs) literally that was that is the message behind the whole song honestly like it's definitely a song i could uh live without i feel like it would awake you from a coma i'm not sure what song would awake me from a coma to turn off 
Dance Monkeys High Up There. I hate that song. A lot of TikTok songs, although they're enjoyable on TikTok, I wouldn't listen to them outside of TikTok. I feel like some of them could wake me up. Yeah, some of them I'm like, no. Or there's like bad memories attached to some of them. Probably anything from Ed Sheeran's middle period could wake me up Mm. from a coma to turn it off. Oh my god, second out loud, no. Yeah, that that would be, that's up there with, I think, well he wrote Little Things, didn't he? So there's probably a correlation. But yeah, they're probably, I mean, if Ed Sheeran wrote it, that would be fine. Because I'd be like, oh, okay, well. It's all brown. But you could write it about yourself a wee bit. (laughs) No offense to Ed Sheeran, I'm just saying. No harm to the man, but it was it was quite hard to start and look at one direction and be like, yeah, you don't relate to this. I don't know what songs. Speaking of songs that could wake me up out of a coma in a positive way, I did a little album workout today, and I'm not being funny. Gimme, gimme, gimme. I feel like it wakes something quite feral. Play, I could like, I don't. I, I feel like I could do anything. I feel like I could jump out of a plane. Yeah, gimme, 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 um, the chain as well. I feel like that yeah. awakes something quite feral in me. Yeah, it does. I feel like it does for everyone. And they put it so casually in like Formula One adverts. I know, as if it's not just like, going to end my existence. I'm like, well, hang on. But something needs to happen. <laughs> I feel like something needs to happen. <laughs> it's just, it ignites something in me. I feel like any song by Girls Aloud as well could wake me up mm. from a coma. Like their entire discography is a positive antidote can't speak french it's very close to home for me it does um it's i take that personal um i also love the show and i remember the show so clearly because they did like the music video for it and they were meant to be like characters in the show i think and they had like their names and like their opening credits and stuff they always had great music videos I think I've told yeah. you about this, but I remember performing at like a primary four talent show with some other girls in my class. Um, no good advice. And looking oh. back now, I'm like, where was the parental guidance? Yeah. When we when we said that we were going to put this on, but I'm I mean, sure we killed it. That's kind of like me when I was younger, and um, my well, I would say my parents specifically, my dad, like playing like Venga Boys and stuff. And you do you love know, Venga Boys. I do love Meg's voice, that's the personality trait at this stage. And it's like, should I have been watching these music videos? Should I have been listening to those lyrics? Maybe not. I feel like We Like to Party could get me out of a coma. Yeah, We Like to Party. I feel like Boom Boom Boom. Yeah. Or is it just Boom Boom? Mm, Boom Boom. It's Boom Boom Boom. Maybe there's four. Comment below if you know how many booms there are. Comment below how many booms are in the bag Um, Incredible. Honestly, I couldn't do, I couldn't do like Banger Boys. Other songs, I couldn't do without Material Girl by Madonna. Miss Madonna made several points. She made a lot of points. I think she refused to miss. She hit every point there is to be made. Lady Gaga also made some serious points. Uh, I think Love Game was a pretty important early point made. Yeah. What's another song we shouldn't have been singing, but... Oh, absolutely not. I think basically anything that was on the radio from the age of about 9 to 14 for me was like probably deeply inappropriate for our age yeah. range. 
Oh, we've got we've got to touch on the most um iconic One Direction song, Rock Me, which I'd be like mm. willfully singing at the age of thirteen. Really, yeah. she probably should have been old enough to understand the lyrics, but also wasn't. Yeah. Please picture this: me and Beth. Beth, if you're listening, this is your shout out. <laughs> We're at a One Direction concert. We're with both our mums because I think they were like, I'm not going on my own. I need to go with like someone with moral support. So Understandable. It was t- it would have been too much for yeah. a mother on their own. Yeah. And we're loving our lives. And there was a song. It was like, an un- I don't even think it was unreleased. Was it a bonus track? It's called Another World. Oh, I know like, the one you mean. Uh-huh. Like, I'll lift um, you up, I'll never stop. Yeah. So we were like, oh my God, that's what sex and I remember having a conversation with her. I'm sorry to expose you, Beth. <laughs> I remember having a conversation with her. And we were, we were like, oh my God, our moms aren't going to know what this am I. Meanwhile, your we mom is like, like, why the hell have I agreed <laughs> to be here? We honestly Whose thought... Whose idea like, was this to buy her this for her Christmas? <laughs> yeah, I know. I feel like it would have been more hassle for them to have not got me it because then I wouldn't have shut up um but yeah we thought oh they're not gonna know like we're in the know and they're not but you know I have a feeling they kind of figured it out they probably figured it out I think I mean I think I was probably in the minority not figuring it out so yeah I think even my mum would have known that but thinking I about like I had to be told on Twitter though that's what it was about I don't think I figured it out independently I think it was like told to me in like YouTube comments RIP yep but what is I have a question a very important question uh huh what is the song you can't wait to hear when we are let loose when we are freed um... in the club mine is wild yeah I think that was really we were deprived of that in the club yeah I... although I am quite worried I'll be drunk and be overconfident and try to do the the dance. dance I think when we get out I actually think that I don't know if there's a song that I don't want to hear or sorry, I specifically want to hear but I think there's songs that I won't complain about hearing so much like every time I would go I'd hear Mr Brightside I'd be like I have to leave this is too much yeah. but I think I could probably bear it now it's been long enough yeah, I feel like I'll, whenever I'm that out, I'll be that drunk. Exactly. There'll be no... I won't care. Um, we, we were deprived of WAP. I also feel like we were deprived of Rain On Me. That was the one I was thinking, because I feel like that would have been really, really good for the yeah. summer. That was the equivalent was. of, remember How Deep Is Your Love? With yeah. Gigi Hadid in the music video. I feel like that was a, <laughs> that was a real that was a real song that I would have never listened to independently. But... Yeah. I like a bit of Calvin Harris. You know, I, ha- I have to be proud of my roots, so I have to too. You do. Isn't his real name like Adam or something? Really? Yeah, his name isn't Calvin. It's something. Like, I feel like Calvin's not like this big, massive Hollywood name. It's an improvement from whatever his real name is. Yeah, but... it's probably Gregor or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> Gregor. Yeah. Gregor Harris but... sounds pretty legit. <laughs> it's. Oh, do you know what else, actually? UK Hun. Oh, yeah. UK Hun. I'm so ready for that. I better not try to do Bimini's choreo. I'll actually end up in the hospital. Also, Lad has released a new album, and I obviously won't be hearing that in the club, but I feel like yeah. 
we need to discuss the importance of Lana on our yeah. lives because I, if we're talking about songs that were far too old for us at the time, <laughs> me yeah. in the car with my parents in the front, probably listening to like the Archers or something, and me in the back yeah. listening to "He Loves Me with Every Beat of His Cocaine Beat of Heart." His heart. Yeah, at the I age of fourteen. What that one and I mean Rain and the Diamonds after heart yeah she she really a song just called Sex yeah yeah what's it Sex 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 yeah is that the title or maybe just Sex yeah yeah, Sex yeah it was so good that was such a good song that absolutely redefined my outlook on life and um, Teen Idol as well yeah Teen Idol what a bop I mean not really not a bop so much as a way of life it's a bop word to use (laughs) I love that. I love that whole album. I used to switch so seamlessly. They had between Born to- Take Me Home, One Direction, to um, Born to Die, Lana Del Rey. It was like it was nothing to me. Well, you probably listened to little things and you were in the mindset to immediately feel so depressed <laughs> you were in Lana. <laughs> it literally went from Let's uh, Live While We're Young and um, Born to I Die. Get some. And then the next one was uh, My Pussy Tastes Like Pepsi Cola. I was like, oh. That's, this is fine. This is a normal transition to me. I really enjoyed them um, off to the races. I think that was my oh, go-to, and also um, Lolita. Lolita, yeah. Which obviously mm. I wasn't cultured enough to know what the book was actually about when yeah. I was singing "Kiss Me in the Park" part tonight. Yep. Well, we all. I would do uh, it again. I would do it again. Sometimes I do listen to a little bit of Lana, and I feel like obviously Born to Die and Born to Die Paradise Edition that's the one that really changed the game that's the one it basically forced the Beatles into retirement there was no yeah, one to go I mean, after that I'd say Lana Del Rey could have wrote Hey Jude could the Beatles have wrote video games absolutely not no I don't think they could have I don't think they could have um, oh, what a defining I feel like if you listen to this and you tried to make a podcast a podcast you tried to make a playlist you would probably be contacted by spotify and asked to deactivate your account yeah they'd be like are you okay you'd end up on you know whenever they do the spotify like raft and it's always so humiliating yeah and they make like like those adverts and it's like to the person who listened to um sorry by justin bieber 400 times on valentine's day it would be like to the person who created this playlist are you okay and the answer would be no the answer would be no the answer would be no but if someone wanted to do it you would be doing the lord's work yeah if you if you want to pause now scroll back through take all the um, names down create a playlist share it with us I would be kind of scared but I think I would listen to it I would skip little things obviously as we've established but I'd listen to everything else also you would need to well she got a big feature last week but I do listen to Feeling Giovanni in the mornings every day yeah Countess Luann's Money Can't Buy You Class I think is probably my favourite of her works but I really enjoy the intro of Chic C'est La Vie where she goes ladies and gentlemen this is the countess speaking that's really yeah. how I want to like enter life yeah what else is oh so I finished season what's the latest season season 12 season 13 I think 12 of New York, of New York. 12 um, and 
Luann's latest song is Viva La Diva. Yes, I've I heard that. Say, I have to say it was good. And we love a little bit of a Spanish reference. She's a cultured queen. She's very cultured. Well, she is, actually. She probably speaks Spanish. I mean, she definitely speaks Italian. Yeah, she does speak Italian. I feel like I really enjoy those little parts where they go into a different language and everyone else is just standing around like, I have no idea what Luann is saying right now. I love it. She is... She would have to be featured, obviously. But I feel like she should be on everyone's playlist. I feel like she deserves a spot. You should give her a chance. And also, giving that we're just past the 15-year mark of Hannah Montana, if we're talking about people who really made me into the woman, I am going to have to have a little bit of both early Miley... We're talking See You Again, but also again. Fly on the Wall. Seven Things. Oh, seven Things. Stop. Oh, Rockstar by oh, Hannah Montana. Rockstar by Hannah album. Montana. I remember when I had my old like iPod Nano or whatever it was. Back in the day, you could see how many times you'd listen to each song. And I remember looking one day and realizing I'd listened to Rockstar by Hannah Montana 125 times. And, and you were good. To, you were right to do so. I'd do it again in a heartbeat. Honestly, if you're gonna make if you're gonna make a playlist, please consult us. We couldn't fit all of them in, um, but you know, I feel like it's a good start. You need to start with Robert De Niro's Waiting. I feel like that sets the tone. It really does set the tone. If you haven't listened to it, that includes you. Please yeah. go and listen to it. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I listened to it at one point and I was like, yeah, I don't know why this popped into her head, but we move. We move. It was, if it hadn't, it wouldn't have probably set the tone. We'd have probably no, sat there for a year in silence in that flat. Yeah, we were too, I feel like we got um, too comfortable too quickly, but look where it's got us. Exactly. And now we can share all this. I don't know if it's collective trauma that's created this playlist, but it's pretty beautiful, whatever it is. I feel like someone should create it and send it to a therapist or send it to someone who can analyse it and uh, get back to it. Yeah, psychiatrist. I feel like it would answer some questions that I'm sure many people have. Well, if you've listened this far and you're you're okay with some of the songs on this list, then maybe you should also consider being checked. (laughs) Yeah, we... If you want to do it, let us know what the doctor says. But tune in again next week because we have, I'd, I'd say, arguably even more of an important cultural um, hot take. We do. Revolving around, not exclusively limited to, but it will be dedicated to a certain feather boa wearing member of one direction so tune in for those hot takes later on hot takes unpopular opinions <laughs> i mean i don't i won't spoil it for next week but i'm not sure it's an unpopular opinion for the general public or if it's just an unpopular opinion for what i see on tiktok and twitter all will be revealed all will be revealed so and we will return at some point with tales of Spain and <laughs> maybe we'll do that I don't know whether we'll we'll, we'll we'll come with the full order later on yeah yeah we'll have to do it chronologically but thank you for listening yes thank you very much for tuning in to hear our rather psychotic playlist and 
we hope you enjoyed so until next week have a fab week adios i've been a scorpio been a leo thank you for listening Bye. bye